Welcome to Locked On Cardinals. Alex Clancy, Bo Brock. Follow me on Twitter at Clancy's Corner. Follow Bo at Bob Brack. Follow the podcast at Locked On AZ Cards. You can listen to me on the Freaks 1 to 4 p.m. Monday through Friday on Fox Sports 910 Phoenix through the iHeartRadio app. And Bo just uh, was, uh, I mean, th- you'll be listening to Bo in some capacity at some time soon uh, in the Pacific Northwest. Is that fair to say? That's, yeah, that's absolutely fair to say. But it is also fair to say that, uh, for one, I want to congratulate you on back-to-back episodes. I mean, this is unprecedented ah. at this point. Woo! You're, the, you're, you're the Iron Man of Locked On Podcast Network. But I do think that we may have rushed you back into action. Listen, Bo, I've stapled my Achilles together, okay? There's no way it's going to pop after I you know, play 11 minutes and, and score 12 points and watch my team hang on to a victory. It's like scotch tape and popsicle sticks just keeping it up. Yeah, man, because that's why, that's why you wear high tops. That's why you wear the old chucks so it sticks. The, the uh, popsicle sticks can be upright at all times. You know, none of this low-top garbage. Mm-mm. So uh, we stopped last. We ended last podcast talking about the AQ Shipley Mason Cole battle for the starting center position, and it's interesting. It seems like kind of an ancillary piece to the whole storyline with Kyler Murray and all of the exciting pieces that have been added through the draft or free agency on both sides of the ball. But when it comes to Mason Cole, he was by the numbers below average last year, but he was actually able to be trusted to be there every Sunday which is something that the Cardinals have not been able to say for the majority of offensive linemen with the you know musical chairs that has been proceeding with Justin Pugh, Andre Smith, who's now no longer with the team, DJ Humphreys, etc., Mike Ayupati. So that's something that should give him an A in the column of, man, maybe he should be the starter because he doesn't miss games. He doesn't pop his ACL right. before, the se- before the season starts. And I know that there's so much luck involved with health and offensive linemen. Because, I mean, your legs get crunched every play, every play seemingly, and there's luck of the draw involved. Now, A.Q. Shipley's a vocal leader on this team. He is the elder statesman of the two by a long shot. Now, Bo, if it were you, and we talked about this a little bit yesterday, I want you to remind people what you think. If it were you, who would be starting week one? It's a no-doubt slam dunk. It has to be Mason Cole, the second-year player out of Michigan, As you mentioned, 16 for 16 as far as games played, games started. Sure, as far as his impact, you weren't seeing it made as much as you'd want from maybe some of the top-tier centers. But this is a guy that was kind of an unknown coming out of Michigan. He's a guy that played Big Ten football. He's kind of a Swiss Army knife for the Wolverines. And he found himself kind of just as the Cardinals starting center just because Shipley went down with the ACL injury. And now you're looking for, and I feel like the Cardinals haven't had this in a long time across the offensive line, and that's continuity. You need that guy in there. You need to start to mesh these guys that have played together and see if they can kind of get some sort of rapport. And I know that the, the kind of spark that, that Shipley brings as far as him being an underdog his entire career, kind of a journeyman, he finally found a spot. But, man, he's he just, for me, Putting him back in the starting role, it doesn't help you with development. We talked about, you know, the Peyton Manning, Jeff Saturday rapport between the center and the quarterback. Can you start to develop something now? So if you have to experience growing pains, and you will between Murray and Cole, you can get that out of the way when maybe the games, as far as the results, wins and losses, aren't as important as the development. Alex Clancy, Bob Rock, Locked On Cardinals. 
I'm looking at the updated. Ourlads.com is a great website where it gives you kind of the projected depth chart. We talked this a little bit before we started the podcast. The left side of the line is going to be the strength again. I mean, I think that's fair to say with Jarrett Sweezy coming over, uh, kind of filling that hole at left guard. DJ Humphreys, when healthy, is probably the best offensive lineman the Cardinals have, and that's, you know, grading on a curve. But starting from the center, moving right, it, it, there's the question marks. Marcus Gilbert coming over in a trade for a late-round pick from Pittsburgh. Uh, you know, it's – you need some sort of anchor. And as you said yesterday, obviously the center is the anchor of the offensive line. And I think Mason Cole, yeah. He, moving forward, you need to go with the guy that you trust to be there on Sundays. And as a Swiss Army knife, as you said – it's just another added uh, element to the his abilities. And, you know, starting at center should be the, fo- uh, the focal point for the Arizona Cardinals moving forward with Cliff Kingsbury. And hopefully this is not going to be a situation where, one, an injury determines who's going to start, and two, hopefully won't loom in the, in the preseason. Hopefully Cliff Kingsbury will be able to see enough uh, from minicamps, OTAs, and, and training camp moving forward before preseason to make an informed decision. I just don't. The Cardinals may be in a very good situation, as I've stated before, with Kyler Murray's ability to move outside of the pocket and be effective throwing on the run and then, if not throwing, using his legs. It may make the offensive lineman's job a little bit easier if he gets outside the pocket as much as he did in college. And I feel like at this point, where we are now as opposed to last year is when you look at the depth chart, it goes too deep at each and every position. And I know you're going to have those numbers, but they're, they're guys that have played in the league before. And I think Steve Kime did a good job. Obviously, there's not going to be any all pros. There's not going to be any pro bowlers, especially on the offensive line, available for you now this day and age in free agency. Because if anybody, if you have a pulse and you can start, you're reliable and you're effective and you make an impact on the field, you're going to probably be locked up in a long-term extension with your current team. But when you look at what he's done, and you've got D.J. Humphreys, yeah, there's the question mark as far as whether or not he can stay healthy, but you've got a backup now in Desmond Harrison that you picked up off of waivers last week. You mentioned J.R. Sweezy. Then you got Max Garcia, who you signed this offseason, who offers depth at the guard position, whether it's right guard or left guard. Mason Cole, A.Q. Shipley, Justin Pugh, Garcia can fill in there as well. Corey Cunningham is a second-year guy that we saw play, kind of thrown into action last year, played some tackle for the Cardinals. Big dude, still has a lot to learn, very raw. And then Marcus Gilbert right now is in as your starting right tackle. I mean, I like that. I like that you've got about 11 or 12 guys that you can kind of move around. You've got the depth, and then you can start to build that continuity, and these guys can start to mesh together and hopefully build something to help keep your very vulnerable young quarterback uh, from getting hit and taking shots early in his career. Yeah, and and it's interesting. And if you haven't looked, go to ourlads.com, and they're, they're not a sponsor of this podcast or anything, but go look because it's kind of the dummy's guide to it, – it, it shows all the positions and all the names lined up against them. And it's interesting, as you're looking at this, the impact wide receivers and the impact guys on defense, a lot of them are listed as the second string. So it's like you could – it kind of – refreshes through the draft how much the Cardinals did to solidify these positions and just bring youth and exuberance and obviously, you know, lack of experience, but brings a lot more depth with younger guys standing behind these old guys who've been in the league for a while. So on the other side, 
Ball brought up something interesting. Who's next in line for a big contract extension? Who deserves it next? Is it Patrick Peterson still? Is it Chandler Jones, even though he's got a couple years left? Who is it? We'll talk about that next, but Bo's got something to talk about first. Yeah, absolutely. P2, Patrick Peterson out for six games for performance-enhancing drug violation. Uh, you're not going to get that when you deal with Blue Chew because you're not going to be uh, run by the NFL. When you want to uh, you, you want to kind of recapture the days when you were always ready to go, you can now increase your performance, get a little extra confidence in bed. Listen up, BlueChew.com. It's blue like the color blue. Blue Chew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and you know they work. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach. And since they're chewable, they work up as twice as fast as the pill. So you're ready whenever the opportunity arises. Now, it's not just for guys who can't perform. It's for any guy who wants extra function to enhance their performance in the bedroom. Those are the PEDs you're looking for. Bluetooth prescribed online. Shipped straight to your door in a discreet package. No in-person doctor visits. No waiting in the pharmacy, and best of all, no more awkwardness. They're made in the USA, and since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper than the pharmacy. Right now, we've got a special deal for our listeners. Visit BlueChew.com. You'll get your first shipment free when you use the special promo code LOCKDOWN. Just pay $5 in shipping. Again, it's B-L-U-E-Chew.com. Promo code LOCKDOWN. Try it free. Blue Chew is the better, cheaper, faster choice. We thank him for sponsoring Lockdown Cardinals. More Locked On Cardinals next. You're back here Tuesday edition. Locked On Cardinals, Bo Brock, Alex Clancy, at Clancy's Corner, at Bob Brack, at Locked On AZ Cards. Those are all your Twitter handles. Uh, we're sitting here the day after game five of the NBA Finals. We're headed to a game six, but Kevin Durant looks like he is done for the finals and potentially all of next season you got to check it out. Locked on NBA, locked on Raptors, and locked on Warriors. Make sure you're finding all those great podcasts on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Of course, you can listen to them on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, and Himalaya. If you haven't checked out Himalaya, you should. It's free, super easy to use. It has every single podcast you love and are searching for. And if you don't even, if, if you kind of have listened to everything at this point, you're all caught up and you're looking for something new, it's kind of cool that Himalaya, they have personally curated playlists made just for you by their expert podcast tastemakers. So find, download Himalaya on the App Store, Google Play Store, and don't forget, once you do it, once you're listening to Himalaya, look us up. It's Locked On Cardinals. Bo and Alex here with you on Tuesday. Yeah, at Locked On Cardinals, at Locked On, well, at Locked On Easy Cards, I should say. So, with Patrick Peterson wanting a trade, then taking it back, then getting suspended for PEDs, it kind of muddies the waters for who's next in line for a big contract extension. And we talked yesterday at length about how the Cardinals are in a precarious position, positively, where they have a lot of impact guys that are going to be paid very low compared to you know where they could be in their second deal if they're impact guys in a few years. So Chandler Jones... He's up in a couple years, I believe. I believe in two years. Patrick Peterson will be up sooner. Who do you think deserves the next next big contract extension? I mean, Buda Baker will be up soon as well. Right. I and feel you like it's me right there. Sorry? Because I, I feel like it's Buda. I, I think Buda is the guy that you want to step up in the absence of P2 
this season, those six games. I know he doesn't play the corner position, but he's a guy that's going to be that you're going to look for to make an impact in that secondary and kind of help out maybe those pedestrian cornerbacks that they're going to employ, whether it's Tremaine Brock or Robert Alford or David Amerson, whoever gets the job. I feel like Buda Baker is going to make their job a lot easier if he can have the impact that I think he's capable of making in his third season. I just think he, he is the guy. I, I was looking at his contract, and he's certainly one of those guys, a second-round pick, so you don't have that fifth-year option that you have with those first-round picks. So he's going to be a guy that's going to be coming up, and you're going to have to make a decision. If he has a monster season, he could be looking at a contract similar to the Honey Badger that I, I know that you, you kind of didn't like, but that was a guy coming off an ACL injury. If Buddha stays healthy, has a huge year, I think he certainly can play himself into some big-time money. Yeah, and it's interesting. Coming from the safety position, who knows what the defense is going to be like? I mean, we saw with with Bruce Arians at the helm that Dayon Buchanan, who played a little linebacker in college, I believe, was but was listed as a secondary member, came and played linebacker. So I don't know what it's going to be like if you're going to play fast, if Buda's a guy that can move down to an outside linebacker position and then 3-4. We don't really know what exactly is going to take shape with Vance Joseph's defense, but you're right. I mean, there's a lot of money to be made with Patrick Peterson out for the first six weeks. And we could see Byron Murphy supplant himself immediately, just like the kid from, from the Saints' his rookie season or Jalen Ramsey with Jacksonville's rookie season, make immediate impacts. But Buda, I mean, I think that so far so good we, Chandler Jones has already gotten paid. He got paid when he, after he was traded uh, to the Arizona Cardinals. Obviously, Hassan Reddick is probably going to take himself out of that running. Uh, this right. is a this is a last ditch effort, and you got to feel bad for the guy. This is his fourth defense in four years, and I think he played three four in college, but he played a different position. Uh, don't quote me on that, but he's kind of been run through the ringer and kind of fell out of favor last year with Steve Wilkes, and then fell back into favor after the season was lost. So. We don't really know. I mean, I think Chandler Jones may be the obvious choice because of how impactful he is on the edge. But, again, this is going to be a new defense, and we're going to see a new side of these guys that we haven't seen yeah. last year or the year before. Yeah, looking at Chandler Jones, his contract is up in 2022. Peterson in 2021. Um, I mean, you look at Redick, he'll have that fifth-year option. Will he be a guy that can even play himself into that fifth-year option as a first-round pick? That remains to be seen. In the same draft, we mentioned Buda Baker. 2021 is when he his, his contract runs up. I mean, there's some other guys in here, but, I mean, realistically, I mean, sure, you can project guys out there, and I think Reddick kind of fits that mold where you want him to kind of play up to his potential, and he hasn't done so. Robert Kimdichie is one of those guys where it's just like, I think he's a lost cause unless he has just a absolute, you know, 360 of a season – uh, and turns things around, I, I don't expect him to get another contract, especially not one that's going to be huge. Uh, if he does something is either really wrong in the front office, which is very possible, but I, I'm not seeing anybody else. You know, Ricky Seals-Jones, he's kind of he, he's kind of lost any thought that he can turn out to be the big playmaking tight end that we thought he could be. So I'm, I'm not really seeing anybody on the roster outside of maybe Buddha. And Peterson, and like you said, Chandler Jones, I think Chandler Jones would probably be, at his age, maybe even a restructure before his contract is over. But uh, it, it's, it's kind of sad how sparse it is in young players that will be up for big deals. You, I know it's, it, it's a good problem to have, I think. 
Yeah, but we're starting to finally see the the fruits of the labor of the drafts over the past several seasons. It hasn't really amounted to much. I mean, Buda Baker, uh, that was somebody that they were seeking. That they I, did they trade up and get him? They did. I did. Yeah, to the top of the second round a couple years ago because that was a guy that they had their eyes on. So Buda seems to be the heir apparent. He seems to be the next defensive anchor. I mean, who knows what happens with Jordan Hicks if, if you know, if he stays healthy. It could be him. Terrell Suggs may stay around for another year. We don't really know what's going to happen with that. But for longevity purposes, I think if you look at Buddha and you look at Chandler Jones, those are the two guys, even though Chandler will be getting a little bit older when his contract's up. But, I mean, at that point, you can rip up any contract you want. I mean, if they want to give Chandler Jones an extra three years on the back end so he finishes his career here and you can restructure it as such where it won't coincide with the money that will be given to whatever rookies that – you know, after their rookie pay scale is over, and which ones you want to keep, whether it be Isabella, Keem Butler, Byron Murphy, Kyler, etc., uh, you can do that because you can do whatever you want with contracts, especially if you stay in house. So, on the other side, we'll wrap up here. Locked on Cardinals, Alex Clancy, Bo Brock. We'll be right back. Wrapping up here, Locked on Cardinals, Alex Clancy, Bo Brock. Follow me on Twitter at Clancy's Corner. Follow Bo at Bob Brack. It is hot as all. He- it's we're at one ten today, already. I mean, it's. Um, I don't miss that. Yeah, I know. I know. I wonder what it's. It, how hot does it get there? I, I honestly have no idea. In the I Pacific think it Northwestern, approaches summer. triple digits. It's 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 in it's in the high nineties sometimes, but right now, like today, it's gonna be like it will be ninety by Thursday here. Okay. But mostly in the eighties. That's nice. Pray for us. <laughs> and it uh, it dips down at night. Yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah, it's a. Beautiful thing. We're in the uh, the concrete schoolyard of you know a state at this point. So um, yeah, it's hot for those that think that Arizona you can deal with it. The first couple weeks are always the toughest, where it's like, oh man, I never appreciated the nice weather until it's gone. Always appreciate you know nice is, weather. What's great is we're in the we're basically what couple days away from that stretch in the NFL where. A lot of people get arrested. Like this is the this is the home stretch. Get yeah. to training camp. Yeah, and players actually have like no, like nothing tying them down. So they'll go out and make some knucklehead mistakes. Yeah, it's this um, is, you know, this was like peak Pac-Man Jones. I was just gonna say, now that he's retired, who are we gonna look for? You know? Oh, believe me, I believe me. The NFL is not short on knuckleheads. Oh man, I I remember. And this is Alvin Smith got arrested again today. How is he not in jail forever? That's uh, that's a good question. Got another Dewey in, in Kansas, I think. Mother, I mean that dude went to was so was he guns or was he did he say bomb at the airport? I think all of the above. Yeah, I th- yeah, and then there was a domestic violence thing. That dude yeah. had what? I think he averaged a sack a game for the first year and a half that he was in the league. Yeah, he was a monster. He was an absolute beast. Him and Jason Smith, man, they were so good. That was Navarro Bowman and Patrick Willis. That defense was ridiculous. I mean, I remember the days, it's probably 2012 or 2013, when there were like six Bengals that got arrested during the offseason. <laughs> yeah, it, Smith started his career out. He had 14 sacks as a rookie, and then he had 19 and a half in his second season, and then he just started running into problems in the third, fourth, and fifth season. Man. Crazy. He's done. He was so good. And then who brought him? Oh, the Raiders brought him back? Yeah. 
for like 10 seconds, and then he said bomb at an airport, and that was it. Yikes. So mandatory minicab starts today for the Arizona Cardinals. So here's the thing. Is there anybody under a bigger microscope that's obviously not a rookie, I guess, and take Kyler Murray away and take Byron Murphy away on the defense, Jordan Hicks. Is there anybody under a bigger microscope than DJ Humphreys at this point? Left tackle for the Arizona Cardinals. I don't know. I saw an article about him mentoring. And it's, and to me, I'm like, I, I don't even want him to focus on that. Just focus on playing. I, I don't I don't understand, like, why. I mean, I, I get, yeah, if, if some young player has a question for you, sure, answer it. But he needs to just focus on staying on the field. Uh, yeah, but, I mean, they don't have to mutually – they don't have to be mu- uh, mutually exclusive. I mean, he could be – No, I, yeah, I, I agree with that. But, I mean, at the same token, it's just like, man, like – Play the bulk of the games. Start become earn yourself a, a big contract in the next couple of years. Yeah, I, I mean, don't know. I I mean Humphreys it's, and who knows what's going to happen with Peterson? You know, I mean he he's going to be obviously out there and running around and I mean he he's got a I think there, there's a guy that could certainly mentor some people and you mentioned Byron Murphy that th- this time right now is invaluable for a rookie like him. Um. But yeah, and then I, I thought you were going to go just with the easy chalk answer was is Kyler Murray, but that that's too easy, right? Yeah, I mean obviously that I, I just removed him from the equation. I mean DJ because he's been so up and down, and because he's got a contract coming up or not. I mean I think mentoring can easily be segued into new guys in town. We're going to kind of show you around the team. You know, I'm going to get you acclimated to the Cardinals because I mean they're. A lot of the a lot of the pillars of this organization, whether you know they've been a winning franchise or not recently, are still here. And DJ want I mean, maybe he wants to get everybody involved. I mean, look, Marcus Gilbert's new, J.R. Sweezy's new, Mason Cole's only in his second season as a, a you know as a as an NFL player. So I mean, it could more be not taking a bunch of young guys and showing them the ropes, but it could be just you know getting guys acclimated who were either on other teams last year or weren't in the NFL. I mean, either way, listen, it's not a – there could be worse stories coming out like, hey, DJ Humphreys is being a total D and doesn't want to talk to anybody. You know, for, right. for all intents and purposes, sure. everybody – we every time we've interviewed DJ Humphreys, every time we've gotten audio from him, he's been very good with the media. He's been smiling. He's been swearing a little bit then saying, oops, sorry. I mean, you and I went a couple times standing right next to each other laughing at the things that he said. So he seems to be a pretty jovial guy. It's just a very big spotlight on him this year. If he stays healthy, he could be the left tackle for the Cardinals in the future. We just don't know how he's going to fuse with Kyler Murray and if it's even going to be necessary because when it comes down to it, Luke Jokel, who was the left tackle, I believe, for Johnny Manziel at Texas A&M, was drafted top three, and he was pretty much out of the league. So with a scrambling quarterback, it makes offensive linemen look better if you put up points and win games. So DJ Humphreys, his career, the future of him could be a Peyton Manning, Mike McCoy situation where Kyler Murray could make DJ Humphreys a lot of money after this year. So that's why the spotlight will be so big on him, especially if he can stay on the field. And I can't wait to see those young receivers. I mean, that, that's what I'm most excited about. Isabella and Butler, those are the two guys that I, I can't wait to kind of see installed in this offense. I think that's going to help take them – from the bottom of the barrel to 
kind of rise to you, you've got some pieces in place with Murray and then those two young receivers and, and also with Christian Kirk. Uh, I can't wait to see how that kind of turns out. Hopefully they don't screw it up. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah exactly. I couldn't have said it better myself. I will talk about this more tomorrow, but that's an interesting point. Who has the most pressure? I mean, you could say Kyler Murray, but you're not going to be able to see Kyler Murray in a bad light before pads are being put on because anybody that gets drafted in the NFL as a quarterback can be a surgeon with no pads and just wide receivers running routes. But you can't always say the same for wide receivers. I mean, you will see their route running ability, whether there are people on them or not. You will see their ability to catch screamers, catch bad passes, what their catch radius is. You'll be able to see defensive backs lock down receivers, whether pads or not. You'll get to see them get burnt. You'll see pick sixes. You'll see the ability of, you know, interception catch radius for defensive backs. And you'll see linebackers. You'll see defensive ends. You will see these guys as rookies become exposed if if they can't just have the high enough baseline before pads are put on regarding performance. So we'll talk about that more tomorrow. That's an interesting topic. Alex Clancy, Bobrock, we'll check it out.